Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday, breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. As always, I am your host, Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up, Jordan? What's good? How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. It was a long weekend, but I'm doing good. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm same. It was a very long weekend. I'm exhausted. I, uh, I, uh, I went up to Canton, where I'm from, on whatever Christmas Eve, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, I went up there on Friday, spent some time with my best friend and his family, and then I went and saw like my siblings and trying to start because we're all older now ish um you know i'm about to be 27 my sister's like 24 and then there's a 19 and a 17 year old so trying to start like new traditions and and hanging out on christmas eve because we don't see each other that much so went up there and did that but i that was a four hour round trip basically in one day uh i know you've done that to cleveland so you know that's not super fun um so that was exhausting christmas was good um had breakfast with my fiance's family and then we kicked it. Well, we didn't kick it. Let's be honest. I took a nap and then we went to, and then we went to her parents' house for dinner. So I just been tired all week. Now we're here day after Christmas. We were out, we went out and got brunch and then we came home with a cat and yeah. So long week. How was, how was your, yeah. How many, how many y'all got now? It's just two. Oh, it's two. Uh, it's the, the two. Oh, okay. Yeah, the little one, uh, the one that you're thinking of, it passed. So, it, in like a couple months ago. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, we ended up deciding we wanted to get another one. So it was like a Christmas present for Zarya. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So. Came home, came home with a cat. Um, <laughs> how was uh, how was your holiday? Uh, it was pretty good actually. Um, I drove up to Cleveland. Um, what did I do up there? Went up there. My dad barbecued and smoked some some stuff because it was it was kind of I think it didn't rain there, but it rained when I was driving there, so. I didn't know what was gonna happen, but it was pretty good. The food was good. We watched, um, watched the Browns game. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watched, watched the Milwaukee game. We watched the Lakers game. Oh, you just had a bad day. <laughs> yeah, no nah, man. Well, 
I don't know. The Mo- the Milwaukee game might have been good, but like yeah, that was a good game. The, it was a good game. You watched you watched the Lakers and the Browns in the same day. Yeah, it was it was bad. It it, it was just like it was low, it was like low key just disappointing <laughs> because it's like the Browns really could could have won that game, and then the Lakers like could have won that game. But it was like just too late. They just they just did too late. It was yeah, it was it was bad to watch. But the food was delicious. That's <laughs> all that matters. Speaking of, you know, it's just like I understand it's global warming and it's bad for the environment and I understand. Don't don't come into my mentions. I get that it's not great. But hear me out. Being able to grill out on Christmas, come on now. Like that yeah. sounds beautiful. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was pretty good food. Like it was, it was fifty. I mean, I, I'm sure you would have ate well regardless. Did, but do y'all always grill on Christmas, or was it because it was warm out? I think it was because it was warm out. Yeah, like come on, like that's just that's special. That's different. Like I, I know it's bad. I get it. We're killing the ozone and, and all that good stuff, pollution and recycling. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it's not important, that's, but like that's really, you know. Us as like regular people, we we have such a like we have such a low carbon footprint as compared to like corporations. So it's like yeah, I grew up in Canton next to the Temkin factory. You tell me what I do matters. Like like what we could do, even if we do our part, it's it's nothing to what corporations could do in helping that. Yeah, yeah, they they still gonna put it on us. Um, it's our fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, but no, Christmas was cool. We didn't do too much. We didn't spend too much money because we're moving. So, right. um, normally we spend a, a little bit more, do a little bit more. But uh, it, it was smooth. Yeah, Christmas gonna be uh, next month for me. <laughs> all, all the all the gifts coming next month. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I don't um, I don't do too many gifts at this point. Uh, it was just a tough year for everybody. So, like, my friends that I would exchange gifts with, we all basically agreed that we were good. Um, I I got Zarya, like, one or two things. She got me one or two things. Um, got some stuff for, like, her parents and stuff, just, like, some small stuff. And then, really, that's it. My sister is pregnant, and she doesn't want anything anymore. <laughs> Everything she wants is for the baby, which I've been trying to tell her, like, I'd be like, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're still here too, but everything she wants for the baby, so I didn't get her nothing. I'm just going to get her some stuff for her uh, her baby shower for the baby. So fair enough, fair enough. It was, a, it was a pretty light Christmas this year. Do you, um, you, are you one of those, you know, Christmas isn't important? Like, it's not, not important. Uh, uh, it doesn't feel the same because we're not kids no more and there's no kids around, or do y'all still kind of get into the spirit a little bit? Um, so... At least for me, it has been exciting for years, but I do sometimes, like, if I can, I like to try to get into the spirit and get people stuff. Like, because I was going to this year, and then, like, I have uh, my godson and his brother. So, I got, there's two, two, and then two coming up. So, yeah, so you have babies around. Not mine. Yeah. Thank God. But <laughs> you got <laughs> you got to clarify. There will be kids, but they, they not, not for me. Not for me. It's not happening. 
No, we're at, um, we're at the point where people are looking at us, trying to figure out when we're going to have kids. And, Just keep asking uh, me, like, it's not my, yeah, we were at we were at the little family function, and there was a newborn baby there, and uh, my fiance held the baby, and everybody was giving that her that um, where's yours at look? And she's like, <laughs> it's like it ain't coming. Relax. It ain't coming. Like, you better enjoy. You better enjoy this one. <laughs> my, my uncle called and was like, "Hey, nephew." Uh, you still living in Columbus? I'm like, yeah, I'm still down there. It was like, you married? Like, no. <laughs> like, like you were just gonna get married and not tell your uncles? Yeah, like, I was like, nah, uncle, I'm not even a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, like relax. He's like, oh, I'm trying to have me some more nieces and nephews. I was like, you better look somewhere else. <laughs> like, it ain't happening yeah, this way. Let's see. That's funny. I mean, they're always trying to rush you. Like, chill out, man. Like, relax. I'm trying to go to they, Vegas. I'm not trying to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then when you when you do have a kid and you're trying to go to Vegas, they're not gonna want to watch the kid. Like, no, 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 no. You were so ready for me to have one. Hey, now, you to have this kid. All of a sudden, you don't want to watch it. No, nah, man. It takes a village. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> you're childish. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh let's let's get into some football. Um, I hope everyone listening, you all had a good holiday. Uh, I hope we are terrible. It's also weird, like coming out on Monday, like you got to project. We didn't tell y'all Merry Christmas or none of that. We didn't even talk about the holiday at all on our episode. Um, <laughs> so so you know, happy you know, merry belated Christmas or whatever. Um, right, and. Right. By the time you listen to this, happy early New Year's Eve and New Year's. Enjoy the last good week of football because uh, there's going to be a bunch of really good games on. Now that Christmas is over, they're ramping up. There's going to be like two, three games a day. Some games, there's more. Uh, so we're going to get into that really last, that last real good week of, of football before we're all forced to watch basketball or, <laughs> other, or other things. This uh, man has such a such a disdain for basketball, man. Yeah, I just I can't I can't help it. It's I know I keep saying it. We don't have to get into it. We've had this conversation a million times. It's just too long. It's too long. Like it's not going to happen. But like the Lakers could trade Westbrook, win like ten games in a row, and their entire season looks different. Like that's crazy to me. Like it's not gonna happen. But like it could. Like I need to see it when I know who you are. Like I need to see it where like I, things I, aren't really going to change you know, that much. I don't think there's gonna be any. Uh big trades that's going to happen this year. I just don't. I don't, I don't especially not with the, with the with the COVID stuff. And yeah, like the only the, thing I see happening that would be a big trade is probably Ben Simmons, and I haven't heard a single thing. So Has he has he started playing yet, or is he still sitting no, there? No, he's, he's still not there. It's been, it, yeah, because it's like, a, it, it's been such a long thing, because it's like it's been like 20-something games now, and people don't even care. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I I think like if you're not like LeBron or James Harden or something like that, sitting out doesn't help you, especially when our last memory of you is you not dunking. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, come on. Like that's our last memory. Our last memory is you crapping the bed in the playoffs. Especially since so, Philly's been like Philly's been like top top four 
in the East so far this season. And I think without Joel, him, yeah, and Joel and Bede's been out a, a little bit, so yeah, you're not making a good case for yourself, buddy. Nope. <laughs> like, not at all. You should you should probably play and you know do really well, so someone trades you for you before the trade deadline. I, I just I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who there's no one I can think that could be traded that would that would make sense in any capacity like maybe like Indiana Pacers trade blowing their stuff up because they kind of been hanging around that that'd be the only thing I can think of other than that yeah. I don't, I don't no it doesn't look like it looks like the Cavs are uh, I don't want to say stuck it looks like they're happy with Kevin Love and whatever role he's playing now yep and the yeah. young guys are, gonna are doing some. well so Cause, Cause, like people were talking about the the Lakers should trade for him, and I was like, "Oh, but our problem is defense." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, trade for another um, 08 All Star. <laughs> old man, because he's been injured himself, so he's an old man, old yeah. All Star that don't play no defense. Yeah, that makes sense. Of course, when they could have had Buddy Hield or Lonzo. I just, I just, I just don't care anymore. I don't care. And this okay. is why I don't watch basketball this year. We're going to be like just, six or seven seed losing the first you, round. You're going to make the playoffs? I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> you got me there. Yeah. You got me there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we, we, we kind of just mentioned it slightly with no trades because of COVID. Uh, if, unless you live under a rock, which I doubt because you found a way to to watch to listen to this podcast, right. uh, COVID is back. I, it never left, but it's back back stronger than ever. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, get into the the whole thing because unfortunately, if you become, on us. yeah, yeah, I'm not, we're not we're not gonna go deep into it because unfortunately, right. it's become political. We're not gonna take it, get the shot or the booster or whatever. You know, you do that. Hopefully, you know, you've taken care of yourself and haven't experienced any loss in your families and stuff, but. Um, it has affected the games. Um, it has affected a lot of what's going on. There's been a lot of games canceled. There's been talks of games getting rescheduled. There's been teams backing out and having to um, uh, uh, teams backing out and having to find replacements. Um, really, a, a lot of different stuff going on with that. And uh, college football is lucky that the season's over in a sense. Um, because the NFL, it hit at the same time, obviously, but it's affecting real regular season NFL games. It's affecting games that, you know, matter for playoff seating and stuff like that. Like, I'm not one to say bowl games don't matter because I love bowl games and I think they're very important, but they, they don't matter as like the the original 12 games, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it doesn't matter like a conference championship and stuff. It does still matter, but you know, y'all get what I'm saying. Right. So yeah, we've, we've had a lot of cancellations and different stuff and it's not, you know, seeming like it's going to get better. So, um, we're going to just kind of have to watch that. Speaking of that though, have you seen the, um, the rules for the national championship? Well, really the playoffs? No, I have not. Okay, so they, they have COVID rules now, um, okay. and basically, these are the rules. I, I if I say a little, if I say something a little wrong, just let me know. I don't have it pulled up. I just I kind of memorized it. Um, okay, so if I remember correctly, there's like there's really three. I really should Google it. Let me just Google. It. I don't want to get these wrong. I was about to do the same thing. 
um, college football playoff COVID letters. Because I think I have them memorized because they're pretty, like, um, simple. But, you know, last time I said something a little bit wrong. People were in my mention for weeks, so. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? This is great podcasting. For anyone who decided to stick around after you got mad at me for getting things wrong, this is why I got things wrong. Because it's not good podcasting to Google while you're trying to talk to people. Right. Um, like, yeah, just let, let's, in a, in a full audio medium, let's just have a whole bunch of dead space. That's the thing <laughs> people want to continue listening to us. I think I found them, but I'm not even sure. Like, there's a lot here. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, what you have is probably right. Um, okay. Better. It says I, I'm getting A through H rules and then one through five for something else. I did I didn't remember there being that many, but there could oh, be Oh these are just oh these are just the bowl games. The five bowl games that have these rules. Okay, so I'm looking for where's the actual why is ESPN being weird? See. Like I just need the straight, just the straight rules, and like NCAA. it was just announced. There, there we go. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. So I did see it. All right, I was like, right. I was like, oh. oh yeah, you're right. The A through H is like the health and safety yeah. stuff. Okay, so basically, for the the playoff games, right? Mm-hmm. If um, they will try to identify an alternate date within one week of the scheduled date. But if okay. no date can be identified, oh, that's just a Fiesta and Peach Bowl. So those are just the regular games. Um, the playoff games, though, right? Mm-hmm. The unavailable team shall forfeit its game, Ooh. and the opponent would advance to the national championship. Oh. So they're not like the, the semifinal games. They are not rescheduling. If a team cannot play due to COVID, the other team advances to the national championship. If okay. I just ran number yeah. three. I just ran number three. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get into it. Um if one of <laughs> if a semifinal game is declared a no contest because both teams can't play, the winner of the other semifinal game is declared the national champion. So if Basically, let's just, let's just put names to it to make it easier. If Michigan has a COVID outbreak, Georgia is considered it goes to the national championship. If Michigan and Georgia, if Michigan and Georgia both can't play, and then Alabama beats Cincinnati, Alabama is the national champion without having to play the national championship. If both semifinal games, okay, hold on. If three teams are unable to play. So one of the matchup is declared a no contest. And then the second matchup, one of the teams can't play. That team is then the national championship, national champion without having to play a single game. Oh my God. And then the last one, okay. If they make it to the national championship game and then there's a COVID issue, they will try to reschedule it up until Friday, January 14th. February. Oh, okay. January 14th. Yeah, yeah, I see that. If they cannot reschedule it within that 10-day period, 
It is a no contest, and there is no national champion for this season. Yeah. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I said a 10-day contest. That's four days because the game is actually on the 10th. Oh, so you only get four days to have a team play. Yeah, so if so you can't play it on Monday. If one team play, then, there's that, then that person is declared the national champion. If one team, yeah. But if both teams can't play, then there's, there's no, no champion. champion whatsoever. Yes. <laughs> oh, what is... What is what is this? What is what? What's the plan? What's what's the that's what's the, the plan. end goal? What's the end goal behind all these rules? If this to happens, end the season? because because you're not gonna, not gonna lie, this could easily happen. Yeah, it's supposedly all uh, these things either, could easily happen. Yeah, supposedly either Alabama or Georgia right now has people on their staff with COVID. Um, like out because of COVID and protocols and stuff. So mm-hmm. if that gets to the whole, if that gets to the whole team, like, oh wow, oh wow, the Bears just converted a crazy two, literally crazy catches, one for a touchdown, one for the two point conversion with a minute left. Like both of them really just shouldn't happen. They both just went up over people. So Bears are about to get a win. I don't know why Justin Fields isn't playing, but Nick Foles. The Bears are about to get a win. Yeah, I mean, there's a minute left for Russ. Who's he playing? The Seahawks. Wow. <laughs> oh, and he, he got them both down. He jumped, like, way high up in the air, mm-hmm. and they picked him up and were basically trying to drag him out of bounds. Right. See, like, they just caught him and was trying to drag him out of bounds, and he got a foot and a knee down, and he ended up hold- – like, he caught it with two hands – but he ended up holding on to the ball with one hand going down to the ground as they were trying to push him out of bounds and he was trying to get his feet down. Wow. That's a that's a crazy catch. Whereas the Steelers are getting beat 36 to 3. Jesus Christ. Um but yeah, you asked like what the point of this was or what the purpose or the goal or whatever. It's yeah. just to get the season over. It's just to get the season over with. Like, you know, it's one of those things where depending on how you look at it, you can look at it positively or negatively. Mm-hmm. They're not professional athletes. So mm-hmm. you can look at it positively like they're not professional athletes. Like we don't want them to get, you know, sick, that kind of stuff. Like we're just going to let them go home. We're not going to worry about it. You can look at it negatively like um, – I don't know. Whatever. I'm not trying to make the case for them. But, like, there are ways to look at them not being – like, it's like they're not professional athletes, so the NCAA is dictating what they can and can't do and is ruining their chance at a national champion, right. whereas they would never do that for the NFL because there's a the play, a players' association and that kind of stuff. So right. I think it kind of depends on where you sit on the fence. But I would imagine it's just to get the season over with. And, and, and realistically, though, it's like – how much I like how much longer can you push it? You know what I mean? It's just like COVID's yeah. not gonna go away. Right. I think I think I think Monday to Friday is ridiculous though. Yeah, no, um, is. <laughs> like I feel like you should because my thing is it's a lot of money. And you know yeah. they, they don't really want to lose that that no. money to just you know how nobody. Like, like, let's let's talk about it because we're in the Big Ten, so we're going to talk about. Actually, no, no, let's not. Let's just talk about Michigan and Cincinnati. Could you imagine being Michigan and Cincinnati? Cincinnati, mm-hmm. first group of five ever to make the playoffs. You're the only undefeated team 
you everyone thinks you're gonna lose, but like whatever, you're still there. You imagine Michigan, your coach almost got fired. You haven't won a you haven't won a national championship in forever. You hadn't won the Big Ten in forever. And like whether people believe it or not, you do genuinely have a chance to beat Georgia, yeah. or at least you believe you have a chance to beat Georgia. Right. And then you get COVID and they 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 declare your your game a forfeit. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's crazy. Like I get it, but I would like that that would feel so crappy for those players, man. Like I would feel so bad for them. Like what if Alabama wins another national championship because of COVID? Yep, that's what I was saying. And then, <laughs> like and like like but and then people they might, are, they're going to be like this it, it like people are gonna be like, you can't keep getting away with this, and then at the same time, it's like this not even a real win, and because like there's a chance that either Alabama, maybe even Georgia, or like any of these teams win a championship without playing a game. Yeah, literally. What if Georgia gets the national championship against Alabama after this was supposed to be their year, and Alabama bullied, bullied them in the SEC championship game, and then Alabama forfeits the game because of COVID? Nobody's yeah. going to say Georgia won that. They're yeah. all going to remember that Alabama just bullied them. And, like, for Georgia, that's like they've won the national championship for so long. They're literally the only thing they don't have. They've won the SEC. They've gotten their, all these wins, uh, recruiting titles, all of this stuff. And they just can't beat Alabama and they can't win the national championship. They finally get there. They get another chance after getting bullied and they don't even get to play the game. And like, no, like they're going to hang the banner, banner, right? They're going to say that they're a national championship, but like no one's going to feel that way. Like, uh, it's just going to feel like a, uh, 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 damn, what's the word? What's the word? I can't think of the word, but it just, it doesn't feel earned. No, not not at all. That's it's yeah. That's it's very unfortunate. As someone who is very conscious of COVID, and like you know, I'm vaccinated, mask mandates, all that other kind of stuff. I do get it. I understand wanting to get the season done, not putting these un well technically unpaid players at more risk. Some of them are paid now with NIL. Like I get it. Like you can't keep going that far because by January 14th, like this the new semester is starting. Um, oh, and that true. kind of stuff, like, I like the, I, I get, I get that there's a lot of stuff that that goes into the decision, but also just like understanding the players that has to be heartbreaking, right. if that is how that goes. So, I, I the, the committee had to do something, right? You have to be prepared, but I just can't. I imagine that they put this in there hoping that they never had to worry about it. And if something happens to one of these games, like... Hold on. No, because there's no way they they didn't think this could possibly happen. Like, everything you read... Well, they they thought it could happen. happen. What I'm saying is they're hoping it doesn't. Like, you know, it's like... Like it's yeah, yeah. It's like it's like being within a, like a, a rock in a hard place. Like you have to have rules. Like you can't just have a game affected by COVID with no like rules of like what to do. But at the same instance, they're probably hoping that it doesn't get to this. But I mean, we're already getting bowl games canceled, so it's like, and like I want to be clear, I'm not blaming anyone, but the players are going home, and those environments are not the same. Yeah. Um, so where you are in an environment where your team is probably majority vaxxed, you're on campus, health and safety protocols, that kind of stuff, that you know, that auntie may come 
You know what I mean? That uncle, your parents, cousins, brother, sister, whatever, may come to Christmas who's not vaccinated. Like, someone can easily get that and, and, and take it back to the team. And what are you going to do? Tell them they can't visit their family? No, you're not going to do that. So right. it's just a lot of things that are out of people's control. Um, so it's something to pay attention to. Yeah, it really is. And... Uh, Man, them, them, them rules are, like, really wild. Really <laughs> yeah. no, no champion this year. I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. And I, one of the podcasts I was listening to is, like, part of the, the – another. I they didn't pay attention to the, the campus dates and things like that because, like, my semester, for example, my semester in grad school, it starts after – it starts before the 14th. So my semester at the place that I work starts that Monday after. So I do think the new semester starting is a part of it. But one of the podcasts that I was listening to, they were like, part of it is like Lucas Oil is a very big venue. The Colts are going to be in the playoffs. They're big, like, you know, whatever. They're big, like, uh, um, what am I trying to say? They're a big uh, convention convention yeah convention city so like everyone has their conferences and that kind of stuff there so it's probably hard to book the stadium again for another date past the 14th but they were like it's a national championship just have it somewhere else yeah i mean like 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 i'm sure yeah like if your big thing was the venue like have a backup venue you know what I mean? So there's a there's a lot of opinions, and you know we're not going to be able to cover all of them, but I'm sure everyone listening has has some thoughts on it. So we're we're just going to have to really kind of wait and see what happens and see how it goes. But um, yeah, that's 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 there. But you know, speaking just moving on, making it more towards the the Big Ten. Although again, everyone cares about the playoffs, and Michigan's in there, so it does affect the Big Ten. But <clears throat> One quote-unquote benefit, I guess, or plus, positive, whatever, of um, games getting canceled. Um, Rutgers, who is 5-7, and seven, however they do their little uh, rankings or whatever, Rutgers was the best 5-7 and seven team in the country. So uh, Wake Forest opponent um, had to cancel out of the bowl game. And who so Rutgers... We know. Oh, I knew you. Were, I knew you were gonna ask, and I, honestly, I should have had it, and I don't. All right, I, can, I, can, I can see. I can see. Um, ooh, what would I Google for that? Um, hmm, that's a great question. Wake Forest. Let's see. I'm just gonna Google Wake Forest and see who comes up. Um, Gator Bowl accepted as replacements to play Wake Forest. It was Texas A&M. Oh, okay. I, you know what? And now that you said that, I remember seeing that in an ESPN update. <clears throat> yeah, yep. So, um, Rutgers, the best 5-7 and seven team in the country. We kind of followed that for a little bit. Like, are they going to get these last couple wins to get into the bowl game? Um, even at 5-7, and seven, this is huge, right? This is a, a – like, like you can, you can win – you can, as a coach, you can say, listen, we fell short of our goal. But out of all the five and seven teams, we were the best five and seven team in the country. That means whether, however they do it, margin of wins, strength of schedule, that kind of stuff. It means like we were almost there, and right. your players still get to go. Uh, one thing that people were saying, I guess, because like a lot of people were like, "Are they even still on campus? How are they going to do this?" Whatever. <laughs> one thing that they said is Rutgers 
Rutgers um, semester goes further than most schools. So when this started going on, they were still on campus and practicing. Maybe not as heavy as they would have been, but they hadn't left yet. So it wasn't as much of a a thing. It's still not easy because, like, you weren't game prepping. It's kind of short notice, that kind of stuff. But I, I hope that they ask the players, and I would imagine I can't imagine most of the players saying no to getting a chance to play. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure most of them definitely wanted to play in this game, like they get a bowl yeah. game. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Um, so with that, we can we can get into our. Um, well, let's let's take an early commercial break, and when we get back, we will. We'll get into our preview, but I think that's huge. I think that's big for Rutgers. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to Greg Schiano. Right. It's um, quote unquote proof of concept, as people like to say, that, so, that it's kind of working, and they're um, they're uh, you know doing some good things, I guess. And shout out to them for being ready and available because this is a, a big game for Wake Forest too. And just as we talked about with the playoffs, it would have been really crappy if their bowl game got canceled. Is that nine bowl games for the Big Ten now, I think? Uh, I think it's ten. Because we did four last week, five this week. It was nine. Now it's ten. Wait. And we were missing a bowl game a few weeks ago. No, because we did four last week. No, Five I said a few weeks ago because like we have it. Uh, we just mentioned all the bowl games that all that the Big Ten had. It looks like it's only eight here. So who's the nine? Oh, uh, it doesn't say Michigan because that's technically a bowl game. Right. The okay, 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 okay. Oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah, ten bowl games. And we had split that up earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, right. We did the we did the same exact thing on the episode. We were looking at it and like this doesn't seem right, and then we're like, oh wait, <laughs> Michigan is practically <laughs> we did we did <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's it's ten ten out of fourteen. That's huge. This is yeah, a that's, that's we nice. talked about it a lot. This is a really really good season for the Big Ten. Um, it's going to be fun to like review this and kind of stuff when we go over it. Cause just so much good stuff happened. But as a, as a conference, you got to be happy with that. Right. You get nine out of 14 in, and then you, you're, you're one team that doesn't get in. That's one win away is the best five and seven team in the country. And it's unfortunate circumstances because it's COVID, but it's, you know, you get 10 teams in bowl games. Yeah. That's not bad. No, not not bad at all. Um, so, what without previewing the game because we're going to do that after the break for ads. Do you have any other thoughts on Rutgers getting that uh, invite? COVID and bowl games. Should they even be playing games? Anything to to kind of wrap up this conversation? Um, I don't know. My my thing is is like honestly, if if I thought they shouldn't be playing games anymore they probably shouldn't have been playing games to start because like at this point i get it i know it's like uh it's a little more ramped up but it's been kind of it's been kind of high a steady high for a while now like numbers kind of dipped a little bit but not much so um i think it was it's like if this was a possibility that they wouldn't even get to play in their bowl games then um, you shouldn't have had the season to begin with. That's yeah, I, I can see that. 
Yeah. But that was never an option. So, you know. I mean, yeah, but then that's what I'm saying. Like, if how is not having a championship game an option? <laughs> like, how is that an option? Because what they're going to say is it was better in August. And technically, I mean, technically, they're not wrong. It was. We didn't have it. I don't think we – I think we had maybe one or two games nationally canceled because of COVID. Like, the numbers did spike over the break, like, in the last week or so. so Which is something is you should have like, saw. So that's why this was something you should have saw coming in the first place because flu numbers spike at this time of the year. People getting colds, all that. This is desperate. This is predictable. So you should have had a plan because this sounds like they came up with these rules in the past they two did. weeks. Like, <laughs> they like, came at up with the, them at the longest. Like, they just came up with them. Like, so this yeah. is something you could have definitely predicted in May, um, Dante, are you, are you, are you expecting them to be smart? No, no, it's the NCAA. <laughs> no, I know, I get it. Despite the fact, despite the fact that all the decision makers are making hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars a year, and you know, um, you know what's also annoying that this spike in numbers happened at the same time last year. Yeah, because like you said. It's December. The flu, like all of this, spikes at the same time. People, people go home. They, they, people been wanting to go home for the holidays. So, like you, it, it, it was predictable. It was predictable. You should have had a plan in place back in May, or at least been trying to come up with one back in May for something like this, instead of doing it in December. And if you would have done that, like you would have had a backup stadium, because like, like, and and at the end of the day, right? If you would have done it, it's I know it's not ideal, but you could easily just be like, hey, if we can't play at the neutral site, the team with the higher seed will play on your campus. You can like, still get, I, you still make the stadium neutral. You can split them in half. Yeah, pick a the team with the if the team with the um the team with the highest seed will play at the closest NFL stadium near you because all those people are working. They will the closest NFL stadium near you on an away game. So maybe it's not super close, but like all those teams are working, all those stadiums are working. They still have their employees. You right. set up a you set up, and it's like you know there are things that they could have done uh, to have this. You know, we came um, up with, we came up with several different options in thirty minutes. Yeah, really, like three or four. No, actually, three or four, actually, if I want to be honest. Like, we just came up with them, so yeah. So, like, all you have to do is just think a little bit, but no, I guess not. I guess not. I'm sorry for thinking so highly of the NCAA. That, see, that was your first, second, and third uh, problem. (laughs) You thought highly of the NCAA and the millionaires in charge. Mm. Because at least with the NFL, like, they had a spike. But, but well, no, no, no. I'm not going to give the NFL any credit because nope. they they thought out their protocols and stuff more. But they did the same thing. They thought that they were going to slide through the season, and they didn't have anything prepared to reschedule games. They did that last minute, and they basically just did it based on and how they, they did it last the, year. And which is crazy because last year was a terrible idea. So yeah. how have how weren't you thinking of a new plan for a whole yeah. year? And I was um I was listen I listened to a bunch of podcasts and basically they were like the NFL put in 
stipulations because they expected if any games got canceled, it would be because of unvaccinated players or players not following the protocol. So they basically put in there, like, if your team is largely unvaccinated or if your breakthrough or whatever, your cases are largely from not managing the protocols, then you can forfeit the game. And they put that in there. That's that's in the rules. That was the only thing. That was the only thing. But what they didn't what they didn't think about is breakthrough cases. So the reason why none of the games this last week were canceled is because almost everyone that was sick on most of these teams were vaccinated. So they're vaccinated and they followed the health and safety protocols. So you can't forfeit the games because that's not in the policy. You thought it was only going to be unvaccinated people. Now, like you said, you have to go back to the thing that a lot of people didn't like. And, you know, there's people tweeting about it. The Giants, I think it's the Giants, or the Browns. One of those teams played two games in five days because they played on Tuesday. um, I think it's the Giants. I think the Giants played on Tuesday. And then they played today at one. They played two two games in five days, which I, I understand that the NFL does that because they do the Sunday, the Thursday thing, which is just the stupidest thing ever. But, like, still, those players were expecting to play on Sunday. You moved right. their game to Tuesday, and then you kept their game at the same time on the next Sunday. It makes no sense. They just don't have a plan. I just don't see how these multi-million dollar because even the the NBA ain't really got a plan. Still, no, nope. And then they came out and they're like, you know, we're gonna start um, testing. Un- we're gonna start testing vaccinated players less. Less, yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, you can. All right, okay. Because they're trying to get these games off. They're trying to. They're trying to get to the end of the season, and at this point, like I, I this was started in the NBA. I get the NFL. I kind of understand it. Yeah. The NFL season is almost over, but the NBA season is only a third of the way through. You're like it really yeah. just started. Yeah, those Christmas is. games could have been canceled. I'm sorry. Like this, most of those are kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, but you know whatever. And then, and then uh, and like the the Utah Jazz, you have you got Dallas playing Utah without Luca, and like it's like you really expected people to watch that. I guess at, late at night on the East Coast after eating, ain't nobody watching no basketball game at eleven thirty. We barely want to watch it on a regular day after eating. Like y'all be having those games on at that night on Sunday and Monday. Like stop doing that. Yeah, like Christmas is tiring between the eating, the cooking, last minute shopping, being around your family, which can be emotionally exhausting. And not even in a negative way, it can just be emotionally exhausting. Um, You're dealing with your kids or other families' kids. Kids are a lot on Christmas because they're very excited. They don't want to sleep, all of this other kind of stuff. Then you got to clean up. Like Christmas is an exhausting day. And you're going to play a game at 1130. And then the star of the, the game is not. And, and what? <laughs> like, no, you're, you're, okay, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, this what this this podcast wasn't supposed to turn into. This episode wasn't supposed to turn into the COVID episode, but it's just like there's just a lot of things that it's affecting right now, and, it, and it's getting really frustrating. And we're a month or two away from two years in this pandemic with no end in sight. I like say I'm we already well, see now technically to me I feel like we've already been in it for two years because it was here in November 
of 2019. Oh yeah, they just didn't name it. People were yeah. just getting sick. Yeah, and they were just, and they didn't really like put a, they didn't really buckle down on it around then. They were like they just let it go. So I'm like, technically, we've been in this mess for two years. We going we coming yeah. up on three. Yeah, which is which is crazy with no end in sight, and it's just like eventually, I do believe like eventually it's gonna end up being like the flu, right? This is just my opinion. I'm not a health and safety expert. I just don't think it's gonna go away. I think it's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna stop being so life changing or whatever. But it's not gonna go away. It's just gonna be like the flu. You're gonna have to decide if you want to get the vaccine every single year or argue about it every single year but yeah essentially it's going to become the flu but it's not there yet because the the vaccine hasn't been around long enough the medicine hasn't been around the hospitals can't do as much and it's um you know a lot of other stuff so whatever let's let's go to the break we, we've talked enough about covid and all the stuff going on but it just kind of you know the end of the football season, middle of basketball season, the whole winter, all of this is going to be uh, very heavily affected by the rest of by COVID and how these uh, billion dollar organizations are handling it and how these million dollar players um, are handling it. And, you know, last thing I'm going to say, and I'll bring it up slightly again later, just because it affected the Colts and like my pit stop, but you have million dollar players. It's just like, man, like you have, you, you're getting a million dollars to play a child's game and you won't get vaccinated so you can play. I'm, whatever. So, all right, <laughs> let's, 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 let's go to the ads and then we'll come back and get into our previews and just hope that all the games we preview actually happen. Uh, so with that, we'll be right back. All right, everyone, welcome back to the I-70 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Um, And we just spent way more time than we wanted to talking about COVID, but we can't (laughs) escape it. That is is where America is. That is where this world is, this country. It's affecting our our daily lives. I mean, it, it affected Christmas. People weren't having Christmas with family, either because family passed or someone got sick. Like, it's prevalent like you know so it's not a bad thing to, to talk about um unless we want to just act like it doesn't exist um so oh crap hold on i thought this door was closed this cat just got into the closet uh so yeah we're we're back after a quick pause uh shout out to our recording software for allowing us to pause and me not having to edit all this stuff out but uh, as i said you know we just got a new cat and the the cat is in the office with me because we have another cat. And anyone that knows anything about animals, I don't know how dogs are, but with, like, cats, like, you have to, like, take time to bring them together. Like, you can't just bring a new cat in the house and, like, set it down. You have to, like, mm-hmm. separate it in rooms and wait till they stop, like, hissing and growling at each other behind the door. And then, like, my, like it's, like, a week or two-week process. So the cat is in the office with me. And I thought our closet door closed, and it didn't. So, you know, shout out. Yeah, uh, it's the same. So when you introduce a cat to a dog, it's the same way. But you, you know, it, about... you got to do it slowly. Yeah. So I wonder what uh, it's like dog to dog. Uh, everyone that... seems to just everyone just seems to get a new dog and just like leave it in the house, and dogs are fine. But like, yeah, so most of the time, yeah, I I think it depends on how long the first dog is there. But where I'm sorry, we're at the point where. 
the NBA has an official COVID test sponsor. Oh, I just saw. Awesome. I just saw a commercial. I just saw a commercial. It's like that is money somehow, you know. <laughs> That's where we're at. Okay, um, so let's get back into it. Uh, we were about to start our preview. Um, we are done for the most part talking about COVID. Um, we don't like. I understand. Hopefully, you all are still listening, honestly, because you know maybe you stopped. Um, so let, let's get into the first game, which is going to be very quickly. I imagine we have 45 seconds of content to talk about this. Um, Rutgers versus Wake Forest. Very happy Rutgers got in there. Right. Wake Forest is going to destroy them. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Wake Forest is really good. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Wake Forest has like a top three to five offense in the country. Like they, they average like 40 points a game. Um, they're they're good. They just throw all over people. It, it's like it's like it's like Purdue with more talent. Because you watch Purdue play, you saw how they throw. It's Purdue with the running game and a little bit more talent, like right. across the board. Like Purdue has George Karloftis, they have David Bell, so like they have players. But Wake Forest is slightly more balanced. Um, I mean, maybe Rutgers stays into the game because, like, maybe it's like, oh, Wake Forest is in the ACC, so maybe they're not actually that good. But I doubt it. I, I think I think Rutgers loses this game by, like, 20 points. Oh, man. Uh, I, <laughs> I I really I really didn't know because I didn't know how good Wake Forest was. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it probably makes sense. Because, like, Rutgers yeah, defense is, like, middle of the pack, probably. Yeah, well, this is, like, I think this is a New Year's Six Bowl game or, like, are, like, very close to it because of how good of a season um, Wake Forest had. And, I mean, well, think about it. Just think about it this way. Wake Forest was playing Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, a – yeah, right. this is a – it's not a New Year's Six Bowl but it's played on New Year's Eve. It is one of the bigger bowls. Yeah. Um, oh man, they're about to get stomped. Yeah, Wake Forest is ten and three. They lost to Pittsburgh in the ACC championship game, mm-hmm. um, but they were in the ACC championship game. Right. Um, okay. Their their quarterback Sam Hartman has thrown for thirty nine hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a re- they have a receiver who has almost twelve hundred yards. Uh-huh. Um, At Perry, who who who's a who's a solid player. Um, they they don't have a singular good running back, but they have three different running. They have three running backs who have over four hundred and fifty yards. Yeah, uh, it's definitely by committee. Yeah, they have three running backs with over four hundred fifty yards. All three of them average over four yards per carry and they all have five or more touchdowns and then their quarterback has another 350 yards and 11 touchdowns Mm. so illinois had a chance to uh, play in this game as well yeah but uh records was if i think if i think if records would have said no then illinois was the next option or something like that that's crazy illinois had a chance to play in the bowl game that's yeah. That's really crazy. Shout out to um, shout out to them. Shout out to Brett Bielema because right. I like yeah. They they're doing something. I think you know in like eight months that's gonna feel like two weeks when we're doing our previews. I might predict them to go to a bowl game next year. So 
That's just early. We'll see if I actually do it. But I think I might predict Illinois to go to a bowl game. So this is very much a mismatch, a mixed mismatch, mixed match. I have been embarrassing myself. This is very much not a good game for Rutgers. It's great that they get the experience. Great that they get to play a bowl game. Again, like I said, as some people like to say, it's proof of concept or whatever that it's working. Um, Greg Schiano going to get to talk to his guys. Shout out to them for willing to kind of sacrifice their holiday a little bit to, to practice a little bit more, travel mm-hmm. and play the game. So uh, it is a great experience, but it is not going to be a great game. Okay. So we're picking these, right? Uh, are we? Yeah, we decided that last week. If you still want to do that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going Wake Forest. Um, What are you doing? I'm probably going to do Wake Forest as well. Okay. So this, I think, the next game, I think, is one of the best games um, on the slate. It is Pittsburgh versus Michigan State. Did you get a chance? I know you know both of us were very heavy uh, watching the Big Ten, so we could do this pod- podcast each week. Did you get a chance to um, to watch any Pittsburgh? No, I, I don't think I watched much uh, much of the ACC. Okay, probably yeah. good. They weren't they weren't that great this year, but uh, it was interesting. I got a, I caught a couple of games. I won't say I caught many. I caught a couple of games just because like there were a lot of inter, inter, interesting games because Clemson wasn't winning. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. oh, let's watch this Pittsburgh versus this game that's going to decide who wins the, this conference or whatever. So right. I didn't get to see a couple of games. Um, their offense is pretty good. Their quarterback. Um, who's not playing. He's one of the biggest opt-outs. Their quarterback um, was at the Heisman table and is expected to be one of the first quarterbacks drafted. He's decent. Um, He would have been like a third-round pick in last year's draft when we had a lot of really good – like I think every – I mean, Justin Fields, um, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trey Lance, and – uh, uh, Mac Jones all would have got drafted higher than him, so he's not that good. Uh, anyone who's following along, this is a terrible quarterback draft, but some quarterback needy team is going to draft him in the first or second round. He, he's a pretty solid um, college player, though. Um, he had a, a great season. It, it doesn't really matter for the bowl game because he's not in it. Um, same with uh, Kenny um, Kenneth Walker. He is not playing this game either. He opted out. He's probably not going to be a first-round pick just because, you know, you have to be a super, super special running back to uh, get a first-round pick nowadays or just a stupid team has to take you. But he'll probably be one of the top three running backs taken off the board, if not the first running back taken off the board. But he's opting out too. But even still, this game is interesting in my opinion depending on if the backup quarterbacks are good because, one, it's – it's I mean – Come on now. Like, Mel Tucker got a $95 million contract. He's got to earn it. Go win the bowl game, right? Like, go do it. <laughs> uh, stop playing around. But also, I don't know how good the backup is, so maybe this takes away a little bit of the entry. Um, Pittsburgh has one of the best passing offenses in the country, and Michigan State has the worst defense uh, passing defense in the country. So it should be a, it, it should be a shootout. Hmm. So I, I don't really know where I lean because it's like, you know, 
you don't know what the backups look like. I think I'm going to lean Michigan State solely because they still have their quarterback. But at the same time, we talked all year that Michigan State kind of went where Kenneth Walker went. Um, Pittsburgh, I think his name is Jordan Addison. Their wide receiver won the Bolitnikoff Award. And most people like you had no idea who he was because they didn't watch him. Even I had watched a couple Pittsburgh games, and I didn't know he was that good. Like, when I saw his name in the finals, I'm like, wait, he's that good? Like... Like as like I've, I've seen a couple games, but like you know, you expect Jamison Williams, you expect one or two Ohio State receivers. You know, David Bell's going to be on there. You think we're going to get a wide receiver from like the West Coast or something like that? And no, Jordan Addison from Pittsburgh, and he won the award, and he's not draft eligible. Oh, he's only a sophomore, so he has to play, <laughs> um, and he has to be there. But I mean, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything if his quarterback's not good. So. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any thoughts? Um, I think the reason why I think Pittsburgh's going to win is because Michigan State isn't going to be prepared for this quarterback. I he, he I don't know how good he is, but he's probably going to play good enough to win the game. That's how I, I okay. see because like Michigan's going to be taken off guard, and we can we've seen that Michigan can can get stomped on early. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, just just because these – I just want to say these stats because they both had really good years. Uh, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, the quarterback, he threw for 4,300 yards, 42 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine him against their pass defense. Um, and then the wide receiver had 93 receptions for essentially 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns. Again, imagine them against <laughs> against that pass defense. And you said they won their, their uh, conference championship game too, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, uh, so over yeah, Wake I was gonna, I was gonna pick. I was probably gonna pick Pittsburgh because of that. But um, I, even even with the uh, quarterback sitting out, I think he they're still gonna find a way to, uh, to win this game. I think Pittsburgh's probably gonna pull this out. So yeah, I don't. Michigan State's gonna get down early. Yeah, I don't know. I just pulled up the stats. Their backup quarterback has only thrown 14 passes all season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Michigan State. I'm not exactly sure if I believe in Michigan State, but at least for the sake of our pick it's not going to be fun if we all have the same. So right. since you feel good about Pittsburgh, I feel decent enough to at least oppose you. So. Fair enough. Someone's gonna, yeah, so I, I'm going to go with uh, Michigan State. I, I just don't know. I don't know because, like I said, just to wrap this up, their star quarterback's not playing. You don't know how good their backup is, but they had the best wide receiver in the country. The the one of the best running back in the country isn't playing, but they still have their quarterback who was decent. He wasn't amazing, but he was decent. So it's like who who wins that, right? So I think it's gonna be a good game. If nothing else, I'm very excited to watch this game. Okay. I I, I am too. I think so I see where you're at on this list and I think we should skip that game. Yeah, I think so, too. The Kentucky-Iowa. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So Work back up. That's cool. Do you want to introduce this game? Yeah, I'll introduce this game. So we have uh, Kentucky versus Iowa. Um, I have no idea how good Kentucky is at all this year. And, like, like, they might, they might um, I have to look them up, but they might 
be able to sneak a win. I'm picking Iowa for this game. I'm not going to lie to you. You're picking Iowa? I okay. am. I am. I'm going to pick Iowa. I, I, don't, I don't think Kentucky is going to – I really don't know. Let me – hold on. Before I really pick, pick – and, again, this is bad podcasting. Yeah, but it's 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 better than like just saying stuff off the top of the head that we don't know what we're talking about. You're right. Huh, second in the SEC East. Okay, hold up. <laughs> hold <laughs> up. Because <laughs> then that might that might be something. Um. So so while you're looking this up, I'm just, I'll just I'm gonna say some some uh, the couple of things that I know while you're, you're trying to make your decision. Right. right, uh, right. This. I think this game is interesting because, you know, most people, I think, would would pick Iowa um, like you did, kind of just like without thinking about it. And then you look into Kentucky and you're like, hold on. They would have like exactly what you did. Like, hold on. Maybe this team is decent. Um, they're not perfect. They they had they, they won some good games. Right. They're nine and three. Um, their starting quarterback. I don't know if you know this. Their starting quarterback is Penn State's backup from last year. Mm hmm. You remember when we talked last week that Penn State lost their backup two years in a row? Yeah. He left and went and started at Kentucky. Um, a lot of people, myself included, think they did the the um they did the seniority thing and started the bad the worst quarterback because he had been the starter for a couple of years yeah. instead of having having the stones to um, play the better player. And so I, but again, even saying that Will Levis is not spectacular, right? You know, he's not the the best quarterback in the country. I just pulled up his stats. He threw for essentially twenty six hundred yards, twenty three touchdowns, and twelve interceptions. It's not a bad season. It's not a great season. You you yeah. want to you want to half the interceptions at least, yeah, right? Yeah. If he would have had those same record, I mean, that's in the SEC. East, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, another interesting thing with with um with Big Ten ties, their wide receiver, starting wide receiver, um, Wandale Robinson, mm-hmm. uh, he had ninety four receptions for essentially um, twelve hundred yards and seven touchdowns. Nice. He transferred from Nebraska. Hmm. And do you want to know why he transferred from Nebraska? Because actually, we. The football? We talked about this. I don't know if you remember. We did talk about this in our in our preview. Okay. He transferred from Nebraska because they kept trying to play him at running back. Mm. He's one of those like electric guys, but he's small. Yeah. And so his first his freshman year, he plays wide receiver. Someone gets injured, he plays running back. He's like, fine, I can do it for a couple of games. They don't transfer him back to wide receiver. His sophomore season, he's thinking he's going to play wide receiver again. They keep playing him at running back. And then at this, and I, I know this because I, I read one of his interviews as, as to why he left. And then he's like, not only are they running me at running back, they're running me up the middle. <laughs> like, they're making, he's, he's 5'11", he's 5'11", 185 pounds. Oh, yeah, no. What are you doing? Yeah, and he's like, they're running me up the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and he's he's in the mode of David Bell and Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. Like when he first when he came, everyone compared them because like Rondell, Wandale, they're like oh, and they're both like you know kind of shorter, really fast slot guys or whatever. So he's from Kentucky. He ends up transferring to Kentucky because Scott Frost, again, who should be fired, is playing him out of position. 
that's just bad coaching. Yeah, it is. Which we already know, but like, and, and, and to your point, it probably didn't help that Adrian Martinez was throwing him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this game is just this. They're two of their best players have Big Ten ties, so uh, it's just a little, little interesting tidbit to throw in there while you were thinking. So, did, did you look it up? Yeah, I saw the. I see the record, and I'm seeing. I see what they are, and um, what I know, what I know about Iowa's offense. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm, this defense can be overwhelmed quickly if they don't get turnovers, and then it could it could become ugly fast. Like we've seen it happen. I, I, yeah. I might have to go with Kentucky now, and I, I want to go for a Big Ten. I want a Big Ten to have a good record, but I, this game, this game kind of scary for them. Because what's Iowa's record now that I'm looking at this? They are uh, ten and three because they they went to the. Um... They went to the championship game, so they had a nice game. Beat up on, hold on, yeah. So they got beat up on by, and this is a this is a better passing game than what uh, Michigan can put up. So yeah, sorry Iowa. (laughs) Yeah, I think I I think I agree. Uh, I think I'm going Kentucky. Um, I do see a lane for Iowa to win this game, but they need multiple interceptions. Um, the the yeah, quarterback has done. the quarterback has thrown twelve interceptions on the year. That's right. not like a stupid number, but it's not insignificant either. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I think he could throw a couple. I just don't trust that Iowa can score. Um, and, and we talked about that before when I said I think I was going to drop because it's like they can get these interceptions, but if they can't always score on the interceptions, it won't matter. And so I do think that this is a game where Iowa could get two or three interceptions and, and settle for field goals and still lose. Right. So I, I'm the same way. Like, I want the Big Ten to win. We talked about it. I root for every Big Ten team but Michigan. But it's just like, I don't really see how. And then it's like, I really want them to win because it's an SEC matchup. And I want, like, I want the little bragging rights. Like, in the couple SEC games that we get, we win, right? Like, I, like, I do want that for the conference. But it's just like, oh, I just don't see it. I, I really just don't see it. Um, I don't think they have the offense. So... But I will say this, because we, we do this off and on. We don't stick to it, but we do this off and on. If they win, right, and mm-hmm. I think you would agree with this, but tell me if you don't. If they win, it's going to be because they forced this quarterback into mistakes and short fields and were able to capitalize. Yeah, but I, that that's a big if because it's like yeah, the part is capitalizing on capitalizing on those uh, turnovers. And, like, I just I don't <laughs> Yeah. I don't believe it. I, I don't either. So I, I think that's an L. Um, this this game has a chance to get ugly. I don't I don't know that it will, but it does have a chance to get ugly. Yeah, I think maybe it's definitely a chance. I think Iowa finds a way to slow this game down and maybe Kentucky just wins by like two scores, either like ten to fourteen. But right. it could it could definitely get ugly. 
Um, so so let's go to the next game. Another um, SEC Big Ten matchup. But this one, even before we talk about it, I'm just telling you now, I'm picking the Big Ten team. I believe in them. I'm going to tell you why. So the next game is Arkansas versus Penn State. Right. Um, did you get a chance to watch any Arkansas games? Um, I watched two. Um, good. I think they lost both of those games. Oh, not good. <laughs> Arkansas was fun to watch for like a decent part of the season. Um, mm-hmm. They were a lot. They were essentially they were um, Minnesota. They were Purdue. They were Purdue. They were essentially okay. Purdue. They were a team who no one thought was going to do that well, and they did a lot better than they than they thought. They won a couple of games you didn't think they were going to win, a couple of upsets, and then they, they lost some other games. So, like, I think they ended up with the same record. I think they're both 8-4. and four. Um, uh, um, No. Um, Purdue's not 8-4? Penn, Penn State is 7-5. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I think Arkansas and Purdue are both 8-4. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I was – following along with the, you know, them being the Purdue of the SEC this season. Yeah, you're right. Yep. You're 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 right. Yeah, so um but they were they were very fun to watch at certain in certain uh stretches. They mm-hmm. were very bad to watch in other stretches. They um have baby Cam Newton, their quarterback. I really <laughs> like their quarterback. Um, I think they maybe even win an extra game or so if he doesn't get injured. He dealt with a couple injuries. Um <laughs> In saying all of that, I just spoke very highly of Arkansas. I think that they're a good team. I think that Penn State is also a good team who just didn't have it for a lot of this season with injuries, their quarterback being hurt, some right. chemistry things. Like the the you know there, I think that um, you know there was a little bit of stuff with the coach if he's returning, if he's not, that kind of stuff. But most importantly, and they had a lot, they lost a lot of their running backs to injury. And they just couldn't run the ball at all, which is going to be a factor. Um, it is. But the reason why I think Penn State's going to win is because they're going to be healthy. I just think that this is gonna, they're going to go into this game with like three or four weeks off. And, and they're just going to be healthy and they're going to want the game. And I think that – I don't know if they're a better team, but I think that they're pretty equally matched teams. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much better Arkansas is than Auburn. And mm-hmm. – uh, Penn State beat Auburn earlier in the season. So, but you, so, so what are your thoughts? This is a game you got to, see, you've obviously seen Penn State. Um, you watched a couple Arkansas games, even though they lost them. Do you think this is a good game? Like, uh, how do you, what are your feelings about this one? Um, I do actually think it's going to be a good game because Arkansas can put up some points. They, um, Against a good offense, they can give up points, and I think with a healthy Penn State team, it will be, be a nice little game. I think both teams might put up thirty points. That's what, that's what I see happening because Penn State sometimes can. Uh, Penn State does have the better defense, so I think Penn State is probably going to win this game. I'm I'm going with Penn State because uh, uh, throughout the year, I know Penn State played better defense when healthy, even even when not healthy, they held teams to under, like, 20 points. So, I am taking Penn State in this game. I think Arkansas can put up 30, but I I, I think I think Penn State's going to hold them under 25 and win the game, like, 28 to 24. Yeah, I think that's fair. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think that's actually a pretty good score, too. Um, I do think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be back and forth. There's going to be some momentum swings. This is another game that I'm very um, excited to watch. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just a football nerd. You know this. I've obviously got to be to do this podcast, but I really just enjoy watching the bowl games and stuff. And so, but this is a matchup that I think is interesting. Um, so um, we're both on Penn State. We're not doing, like our record, our record is really going to go down to like two games because we're, we're agreeing a little too much. And like so it's it. really just going to be like whoever wins these, one of these two games is going to have to buy wings. Oh. Speaking of, if you didn't catch last episode, um, we did a challenge all season. We're doing another smaller one through the bowl games, um, and um, the loser has to buy the winner wings, and we're going to watch the national championship together. Because with us recording on Sundays and stuff, we haven't got to watch as many games together as we as we expected, so we're going to watch the national championship. We both like wings. Uh, loser has to buy the other person wings. So, um we we mainly it's did really it for it. we started it. Think about it. <laughs> I, I mean, come on now. Like, like, like uh, we started it last week. We picked four games. None of the games have happened yet. They are going to start this Monday and later. So we'll catch you up. Monday. Oh my god! Why are they yeah. doing games on work days? Anyway. Yeah. So because <laughs> it's a full game, that's that's what they do. So we're both on Penn State, but we both think it's going to be a good game. I think I uh, I think your twenty eight to twenty four is really good. I like a twenty seven to twenty one. Either way, it'll all be within that range. Yeah. Um, close game. So on to the second biggest game, just because of the whatever. It's the Rose Bowl. We haven't mentioned any of the bowl games because we don't care. Um, and and half of them are like freaking random sponsored and all that other kind of stuff so uh sorry if you're if you're listening to this expecting us to tell you what bowl games and stuff um but i don't think that's our demographic and all you all have google so um i think we said the names before already oh yeah we did we did and like mm-hmm. what, last episode or two episodes ago yeah, so there you something go. like that yeah um yeah so um, the last game before we get into the playoff game, um, obviously the biggest game, uh, Utah versus Ohio State. Um, this one's interesting. Did, okay, let me mm-hmm. ask. I've asked with everyone else. Did you get a chance to watch Utah play? Yes, actually, I did. Okay. Um, did you watch? Did you watch the Oregon game? I did. Oh my god, they bullied Oregon like it was mm-hmm. just so bad which is like this is it makes it interesting because it's like utah plays a style that has beaten ohio state twice mm-hmm. they they play a style similar to oregon utah bullied oregon twice they play a style similar to the game that michigan played that obviously bullied ohio state yep. and then you add in this is like the super bowl for utah like you know, a lot of people talk about the bowl games don't matter, this, that, and the third, but everyone in Utah's program and their coach who's been there for a while, he talks about it all the time. Like, we've had really good seasons, but we can never get to the Rose Bowl. Like, we can never get to the Rose Bowl. Like, that's the that's the pinnacle, um, especially for the West Coast teams. Like, right. you know, anyone who knows the history, the Rose Bowl is typically Pac-12 and Big, and Big Ten. Yeah. And Utah has, for years, has always been behind Oregon, USC, Washington, stuff like that. So even when they have good seasons, they can't get to the Rose Bowl. But, right, just continuing, Ohio State, people are assuming and saying Ohio State had a bad season to their standards. They're not going to be excited for this game 
because they didn't make the playoffs, they're not going to care. But then when you listen to the Ohio State coaches and players, they say they say all the right stuff, right? It's mm-hmm. the Rose Bowl. It's still important. We care about the history. Ohio State has a big history, all of this kind of stuff. But there's just like a lot of like weird, random storylines that you don't always get in bowl games, but just like random teams, right? Like you have this team who expected to make the playoffs, would have made the playoffs if it was a 12 team, lost to the rival for the first time in 10 years, all of this kind of stuff. And are they going to sleepwalk this game? You have the other team who's a very tough matchup, wins mm-hmm. their wins their their conference for the first time in a while, and this is their Super Bowl. Like this is the game that they've been waiting for. Ohio State's in transition. Like it's just like a really, you know, it's a lot of storylines that like I like I just said, you don't always get in bowl games. So aside from just the play on the field, I think this is a very interesting game. I don't know if it's interesting to everyone who's not an Ohio State fan or whatever, but I, I Ooh, think like, No, 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 yeah. no. This is an interesting game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a, glad you think so game. too. Yeah. This yeah. is a good game. I, yeah, uh, so I, I think there's also another narrative that could be there about because the same way Utah is like um, Ohio State might be upset that they lost to uh, Michigan and, and come out and, and be dominant. Um, I do still think Utah makes this a really good game. Uh, I want you to give your uh, who you think is going to win this game before I give mine because I might okay. surprise you. So honestly – I'm not sure, right? If you would have asked me two weeks ago, I would have picked Utah. Okay. Um, just being honest, if you would have asked mm-hmm. me two weeks ago, I would have picked Utah. I don't know if I'm drinking the Kool-Aid and buying into the coaches and players saying the right stuff. Also, we're a little early because it's still almost a week out. There yeah. haven't been many opt-outs announced. Now, again, we're early, so a bunch of them could just get announced at the end, and this point could not matter. But there haven't been many opt-outs. If I was Chris, I'd opt out. Uh, yeah, Alave, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I would, opt, Just, I would opt out. Go, you're going for yeah. it. 100%. So, um, but so far there hasn't. And some of the draft eligible guys who aren't like the superstars, Chris Alave, Garrett Wilson, they've already said in interviews that they are playing. So, like, mm-hmm. Thayer Mumford on the offensive line is playing. Haskell Garrett on the defensive line is playing. Like, there are some of the older guys who have which already is, said that they're going to play. Which is nice, but those – they they have been beaten. Like that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like this team, this yes. team can't be beat. It's- yeah. Right. It's it's nice in the it's and the aspect of like it makes it more competitive because you want to win this game, but it, there's just a lot going because you know you also have to look into the like that people have different philosophies with bowl games. Like, do you want to play the younger guys or do you want to win the? There's just a lot that goes into it. Right. I'll say, but yeah, like as I was saying, if you would have asked me two weeks ago. I would have picked Utah. Maybe I'm buying into the Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit of of buying into what they're saying to the media, buying into what the coaches are saying, buying into the fact that at this point there are no opt-outs, no big ones yet. I think that somehow Ohio State is still uh, motivated to win this game. Um, Okay. I think one of the benefits to being Ohio State and not being Alabama is we don't make it to the national championship every year. So bowl games do still matter to us. Whereas like Alabama, you expect like Ohio State's missed the playoffs before. So like this isn't new. You know what I mean? So I don't think this like it hurts, but I don't think it hurts as much as everyone thinks it does Mm -hmm. because like 
we're not a we're not a, a program that makes a playoff every single year, you know. So right. I think that there that helps a little bit with the the motivation. So I am gonna go Ohio State, but I will say this: I will not be surprised if Utah wins this game because. Even though I am buying and drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit, it is still very possible that they're just telling us what we want to hear and they're not going to show up. And I will admit that that is a possibility. So okay, I'm picking Ohio your State. Bets. You're hedging your bet as well. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm actually hedging because mm-hmm. I'm still picking Ohio State. I'm right. just saying I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Okay. I mean, it's, it, that sounds like a hedge. Cause okay, I'm fine. Saying, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm hedging my bets. Okay, fine. I'm hedging my bets. Because I'm hedging my bet, but I'm hedging it the other way. See, I think okay. I think Utah's going to win this game because okay. Utah plays they plays a game like you said, just as the same that, that beat Ohio State. It's the same offense, same defense. They play that same type of game, and I think Utah's a much more a uh, physical team than Oregon was, and I think that's also a problem. If yes. they're more physical than a team that already beat you, and you come in a little sluggish and a little upset, it can get bad fast. Yes. But I do, I, I'm hedging my bet. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, I can see Ohio State coming out angry that they lost to Michigan just enough to beat Utah and probably beat them uh, handily, like like how they did Michigan State. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Like, that's why this game is so fun to me because it's like in any normal year, you may just pick Ohio State to win this game by 50, right? Like, not 50, yeah. but like, you know, 20, like three touchdowns, whatever. But it's just like Ohio State has shown themselves to be soft. Yeah. And, and and some of their players, like Steel Chambers, their yeah. linebacker. Even just and that, uh, the coaching decisions. Yeah, yeah. So, so. The, the one thing I will say about the coaching decisions and I've said this multiple times. Some people don't like it, but I don't care. Ryan Day's the biggest bully in sports. Mm-hmm. He is. And he's not going to be scared of Utah. No. You know, Utah, no matter how good they are, Ryan Day probably is going to come out and think that he can bully Utah. And he's going to do that. But as a bully does, Michigan comes up, and they're his size, and he shrinks. Um and that is – he does not have many flaws. I'm a big Ryan Day fan, but I think that's one of his biggest flaws. He shrinks a little bit in the big moments. He mm-hmm. shrunk against Alabama. He shrunk against Oregon this year. He shrunk against Michigan. Um, and so – but the other thing is he is one of the top three to five offensive minds in college football. He is. And you're giving him a month to game plan. Yep. So – I think you put those together. I don't think he's going to be scared of Utah. You give him a month of game plan. He's had because Ohio State fans are some of the worst in the nation. Love y'all, including myself. I, I'm a part of it. Um, people have been calling for his heads. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's just like people have been calling for his heads. Like I'm just listing kind of the reasons why Ohio State should be more motivated. But Utah doesn't need any of these things to make them motivated because again, this is their Super Bowl. This is what this was their goal going into the season. So, I can understand why you pick Utah. Like I said, if you would asked me two weeks ago, I probably would have picked Utah. So um, it's going to be a good game. I'm very excited okay. to That's watch gonna this. Be nice. It's going to be a nice. It's going to be a nice. Very excited to watch this. Uh, so our last game, um, 
we should probably talk about the other playoff game, but we're not going to preview it because it doesn't have anyone in our conference. But our last game, Georgia-Michigan. Let me just ask you this. Before we get into it, just a quick yes or no. Whoever, regardless of who you're picking, does mm-hmm. Michigan have a chance to win this game? Yes. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. I can't say that they're going to win, but I think that they have a chance. I think they have a legitimate chance to win this game, and not a lot of people are giving them that chance. And I think that's weird. Mm, I don't know. I, I, all year round, now all year round, listen, all year round, you included, kept, I kept hearing, Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Come in and shrink. Uh, this is another big game that they could come in and shrink even more. See, and here's the the battle of Michigan versus Michigan, Georgia versus Georgia. Right. So I still think that Georgia is going to win. I still think that Georgia should have beat Alabama, but Mm -hmm. they didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't – I'm not backing down from my confidence that I had all season. Alabama versus Alabama. So, whatever. Like, I'm not not going to back down for that. I'm not going to back down. I banged the drum, and I'm I'm sticking to it. But I do think that if Michigan comes out with this toughness that they showed and and the the offensive game planning that they've showed the last two games, Mm -hmm. they have a chance, especially Mm -hmm. because we saw it. Michigan is not a great passing team. But especially if they put J.J. in, they can throw enough. And we saw Alabama expose Georgia's mm-hmm. corner. We yep. did. So if Michigan comes out and they punch him in the mouth and then they get a little freaky again with the play calling, yep. they can get a couple cheap touchdowns, and then it's a game. They just can't be scared. They can't, And I don't know if they will be. I, I'm still not putting my money on Jim Harbaugh. I'm not. Because I don't think Ohio – I don't think Iowa's a good team and – he needed to beat Ohio State. He was 0-5. Mm-hmm. So can he bring that energy to a team? I don't know how to say this. Because the game matters, but the team doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, can he bring that energy to a, a, a game that's not Ohio State? You, I, I think because remember, he also has that um, that chip on his shoulder of not winning a bowl game. So there it is. That That is true. That is a good mm-hmm. rebuttal. That is a good rebuttal. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm still not ready to put my money on on okay. uh, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, we saw what happened. We saw him lose. Like, he loses a lot of big games. He does. Going back he to does. the NFL. Because he should have a Super Bowl. Let's be honest. Yeah. And he doesn't. That one's a little weird. But, yeah, yeah, he should. So, um, remember, remember, we gave – he should have a Super Bowl. But, remember, it was Ray Lewis's last Super Bowl. Okay, so we're not going to blame that on him. No, yeah, that was the, the that was the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that was the NFL machine. That was the yeah, right, yeah you're right. That was the storyteller. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, but but again, I'm not picking them to win, but I think they have a chance. I want to be clear here because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are expecting this to be a blowout, and I'm like, it took me until. Like week nine or ten, but I have been on the it's time to respect Michigan train, and especially since they beat Ohio State, like I I'm not going to disrespect them. I I don't know where their coach is at. I think that there are some some things that they have to work on, but they have a chance. If again I laid it out, 
if they punch them in the mouth and they don't get scared and then they get a little freaky with the play calls, they can get a couple cheap touchdowns or well-designed touchdowns and that then it's a game. It's a game. They, but I think we'll know in the first quarter if this is a good yeah, game or not. Yeah, yeah, we'll know. We'll know. Because I don't think I don't think Michigan comes either back. Team, either team, it comes, team comes out and punches the other team in the mouth, I think the other team will have a little bit of run in that uh, third quarter action, but still lose that game. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's a. I think that's fair. If if it's a back and forth game in the first quarter, we're in for something. If mm-hmm. one of them teams gets up ten, gets up fourteen, it doesn't look like there's a response. This game could, could maybe not get out of hand, but I think it's not going to be as as close as we thought. Yeah. Um, so so, what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your other thoughts? I mean, we've been talking about what are your other thoughts and, and who you have winning. Um. I. I. So. I understand what you're saying about Georgia, and I can see why you would pick Georgia. I just think, um, I just think again. I said I said this before. I think something's different about Michigan just this year. I don't know about next year. I'm not even going to get into it. But I think this year is something special, at least in that story. The storyline of probably making it to the championship, if and then if there is one, losing it. I pick Michigan to win this game. Okay. I'm picking Michigan to win this game. Yeah. I think Michigan is going to come out. And I think um, probably do the exact same thing they did to Ohio State. Along okay. the five-hour drive, get a touchdown. And I think uh, that defense is going to create turnovers, especially like sack, fumble type of turnovers and give short field to that offense that's good enough to score in the red zone. So, uh, and you and we've seen when when Ohio, when uh, Georgia gets, gets down early and gets overwhelmed early, they're done for. And it only took one team to show that. And I think Michigan is good enough to do that to them as well. And I'm picking Michigan. I think this is the one year where they do – they do something remarkable. John, uh, Harbaugh gets his one bowl, gets a bowl win, and it loses in the uh, championship game. And I, and I can see that. And one thing that I've been saying, and I made this point because I I've been making the case all year that I think Ohio State could beat Georgia, and so I think for a a similar reason, Michigan could. Georgia's defense didn't play anyone. And so while I'm picking so Georgia until they got right SEC championship game. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I we have to talk about both sides. It's not just who we're picking. I can see it because like I've said, I would be a hypocrite if I changed now. They hadn't played anybody. Mm-hmm. And and so I understand that Michigan has a different offense than Ohio State, but again, Georgia hadn't played anybody. The last game they got railroaded by Alabama. And again, like we already said, if Michigan plays and coaches like they did the last two weeks especially, they can hit some of Georgia's vulnerabilities. They can. And, yeah, and the also thing is that I think Michigan plays plays an aggressive game. That's how they over they played an aggressive game against uh Ohio State. And you saying Iowa's not a good team, and I give you that, but they played an aggressive game. Very aggressive. It was very aggressive. And I think the exact same thing because Alabama played an aggressive game with Georgia. And I think Michigan can can match that aggressiveness on offense and on defense. That's why I'm picking Michigan to win this game. 
Man, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. You almost like you almost got me to switch sides. You you made a <laughs> you made a, a, a very compelling case. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with Georgia. I rode with Georgia all year. That's fair. Um, and honestly, like we're not Georgia writers. We're not SEC writers. And you know, the SEC is terrible in the fact that they fire coaches that they shouldn't. But at, at a bare minimum, because I don't think he's gonna get fired. But at a bare minimum. If he can't win this year, when Alabama seems down, they have a freshman like this, that, and the third. They lost all these people in the draft. His, he has to. He he's getting a quote unquote easy win over Michigan, right? Like if he can't win now, can you expect this coach to win the national title at all? And like and, and like, I want to be I want to be clear here. It's very hard, but like Georgia has everything. They've beaten Alabama on the recruits. They have the team composite best team. They they have all these shows. They have people saying the best defense they've seen since 2000s and the 90s and all that other kind of stuff. Like, what else does this coach need to win a national championship? I think that there are going to be some questions that need to be asked. Um, he's not going to get fired, but maybe he will because they fired the last coach for doing the same thing. They did. He got this job because they fired a coach because he wouldn't he wouldn't win the national championship. Because their last coach was good. This coach may be better. He's recruiting better, whatever. But the last coach was good, too, and they fired him solely because he didn't win a national championship. So I think that I've put my faith in Georgia all year. Um, If they can't even – if they can't beat Michigan – I don't know if I'm ever going to put my faith in them again. Not not on this kind of level. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to tell you, I think this is, I think this is Michigan's year to make it to the championship game. And because I, <laughs> I think I think Georgia's going to get steamrolled. I really do. They're not. Yeah. They haven't been prepared to go against an aggressive team. That's why I also think I got uh, understood why you said. Ohio State could be Georgia because I think Ohio State plays aggressive enough to also be Georgia, and they would have eviscerated the corners. <laughs> like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think that quarterback. And you know what? In the past two or three, four games, the uh, Michigan quarterback—I forgot his name—he's played good. He's yeah. played really he good. He's, yeah, so like he's been getting a groove too. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I, I said, you, you may. You made a really good case. You almost flipped me. You didn't, but you almost flipped me. You made a good case for him. So, okay. Um, all right. So let's go ahead. Let's get into our pit stop. Let's let's wrap this episode up. As always, our pit stops, um, when you're traveling I-70 or any highway, any long road trip, maybe you took a road trip for the holidays, you have to take a break. You pull over, travel station, get some gas, get some food, stretch your legs. This is us stretching our legs. It's us getting away from the Big Ten, um, even sometimes getting away from football and, and just kind of talking about whatever. Um so for me, I, I know this is kind of a repeat from last year, but I'm last week, but I'm very, very excited. The Colts, the Colts won in Arizona against a team who at one point had the best record in the league, right? Uh-huh. Um, and they did it without three start like they did it without three starting offensive linemen. And then in the first quarter before halftime, they lost two of their backup starters. So they yeah. were without five offensive linemen, starters in quality depth, playing guys who had really never played for us before. They did it without all pro players, pro bowl players, 
on defense, they didn't have Darius Leonard. They didn't have the starting safety, and they didn't have another – and they didn't have the starting corner. So mm-hmm. three starters on defense, a bunch of starters on offense. Um, Jonathan Taylor had a good game, but not a great game. He had uh, 20-some carries for 109 yards, but – a lot of those came on one carry on 43 yards, and then they kind of stopped him. Carson Wentz, who has not been perfect, but I think a lot of people love to hate on him and don't want to give him his props. He won us that game. And that is one of the things when everyone asks me, are you happy with Carson Wentz? I am, because here's the thing. There's only so many Mahomes. There's only so many Justin Herberts. There's only so many people. And I don't want to lose 15 games to go get a number one pick. So yeah. for what he is and the way the team is designed, I think he's good enough. He's, he's not played, perfect. He's played well. He's played well all season. Exactly. And he won us that game. He was off a little bit yeah. early, but on the last drive, he had three clutch plays, and then he extends, extends, extends a play and hits a touchdown to a no-name wide receiver. Back of the end zone. And then here's the crazy thing, right? I just found this out because, again, I listen to podcasts. I read. the That guy, mm-hmm. they practiced a different route the whole week. And then on Saturday or Friday, because the game was on Saturday. So the game Man. before or two games before the game, he went to the coaches and was like, based on whatever we're seeing, I think he should change his route if we call this play. Mm. And then they ended up calling it for the game-winning touchdown. So not only did he play well, did he throw the game-winning touchdown, he also helped design the play, and that shows how much respect he has among the coaches that they're letting him adjust play calls and stuff like that, even though it's not what they practiced all week. They adjusted it before the game, but still he saw something. He was like, hey, I think he should run his route a little bit different, run something else, and it ended up being the one for the game-winning touchdown. So as a Colts fan, I'm just very happy. Like, we started out one and four. I'm not predicting us to win a Super Bowl because I'm realistic, but I think we can win a game or two. And here's the Uh thing. The playoffs is all about who's hot. And unfortunately, with COVID, it's also about who's healthy and who doesn't have COVID. The Colts could could get – like, they could could lose in the first round, and they're just as likely to make the Super Bowl because all you need is a couple breaks, a big game from Jonathan Taylor, another team to lose some players to COVID, unfortunately. Like, you know, you get a a favorable matchup. Like, they're the four seed, right? If they play – if they play the Bengals, who maybe not because the Bengals won, but initially the Bengals were the five seed, if they play the Bengals, they're winning that game, the first game. So now now they're already in the second game, so and they already have momentum. So I'm not predicting us to win the Super Bowl. I'm not stupid. I don't think we're that good. But we may win one or two playoff games, and that to me is important. That to me is a step in the right direction for a team that's dealt with a bunch of stuff. So I'm sorry if anyone's tired of me talking about the Colts because I know in the middle of the season there was a lot more like, you know, different topics that I would bring up. But the Colts came into this this five game stretch playing, having to play the Patriots, the Cardinals, the Bucks, um, um, and two other really good teams. And a lot of people were predicting them to win, go one and four. And they went four and one. The only team that they lost to was the Bucks, And that was a game that they had a chance to win. Um, we have a couple of losses and a couple of our lo- We've won eight of the last 10. And a couple of our losses have been uh, um, overtime games, games we shouldn't have lost. Like if we would have had a healthy kicker, we would have beaten the Ravens. And we'd mm. probably be winning the division. You know what I mean? Like, so right. this team has went through a lot, and I'm just happy that we're here and we have a chance to 
we're almost guaranteed to make the playoffs now. Um, yeah, I, and, and I, I was thinking about um, how uh, they like on first take earlier in the week they were talking about um, is Carson Wentz a liability if he has to uh, be the one to win you a game? And um, I think I forgot who it was. I forgot the dude's real name, but I think they call him like Swagoo. He said that Carson Wentz is a liability, and in, in, in the literally in the game after that, he comes up with the play that wins them, him the game and makes the game winning play. So it's like he literally proved that he's not even a liability. And I, I think yeah. I've been saying, I've been thinking that all year. Like he hasn't really turned the ball over that much. He's had rough game, rough like moments, but who really hasn't this year besides maybe Aaron Rodgers? Literally, and he and has else has had a rough patch all year. So, yeah, he's thrown six interceptions all year, and he barely got a train. He barely got a yeah, and he barely got a training camp because he got injured and missed almost all of training camp with a foot injury. And 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 speaking of that, he's gonna play the full season. Mm -hmm. Knock on wood, because there's still a couple games left. But knock on wood, he's gonna play the full season, which he hasn't done in a long time. He's been good for us. I I get it. He's not Aaron Rodgers, right? He's not all. He's not Andrew Luck. He's not Peyton Manning. But for all the people who think he is singularly going to be the reason we can't win a Super Bowl, I think they're wrong. He has definitely played better than Baker this year, and I think he has less. Yeah, and, and a lot of a lot of people are saying that that he's not better than Baker, he's not better than Jimmy G, he's not better than Kirk Cousins. He's played better than all of them. Yep, sure. Has. And for me, and for me, that's a sweet spot because and not has, everyone I think he has a better record than all of them, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if if not, you... he has the same record as one of them because the 49ers may be nine and six too. I'm not okay, sure. So I'm going to look up the 49ers now. No, eight and seven. Okay. So and I'm very, I'm almost positive. Minnesota. Seven and eight. And then Minnesota. The minute I just pulled them up, they're seven and eight too. Seven and eight. So he has a better record than all three. Yep. So it's like, listen, man. I understand he's not the perfect quarterback, but he doesn't have to be. I understand he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Peyton Manning. He's not whatever you think he is, but he's not going to singularly be the reason that we don't win a Super Bowl. And if this team, like our best wide receiver, you don't know who he is unless you really like football. Our best wide receiver is Michael Pittman. He's a second-year guy out of USC, and he wasn't even a stud at USC. He was good, but like – He's not like he wasn't coming out with a draft profile of like CD Lamb and Justin Jefferson and them. Like, right. they're still Dallas has a better record because I think they have a better defense, but he's kind of played better. He's played more consistently than Dak Prescott this year. Yeah, especially in the last couple of the, that Dak has had a pretty rough stretch the last couple of games. Yeah. And, and Carson hasn't been perfect, but. Here's the thing. He's not losing us games. Mm-hmm. And he's he's playing, which is hard for, for a quarterback. He's playing egoless football. Mm-hmm. He's not mad if he doesn't get 200, 300-yard games and, and that kind of stuff. And I think that that is important as a Colts fan. I think that's necessary because this team was not built. Literally, before, even before Andrew Luck retired, 
they said this team is not going to live and die based on the quarterback. We want to have a good running game. We want to have a good defense. And we want a quarterback that can make plays. We don't want to have to throw 50 times for 450 yards to win. Yep. And that's what they're doing. And watching Hard Knocks has been very interesting. Mm. Um, I'm very much enjoying it. And I'm, I know I'm partially enjoying it a little bit more because it's the Colts. But if they bring back the in-season Hard Knocks, I think I'm going to watch it every year. I've never watched the preseason one. But the mm. in-season I'm one is pretty – You should watch this one. I, I think okay. it's just because – because it's in season, there's actual games, and especially if they can keep it with teams who should make the playoffs, it's yeah. gonna keep it very interesting. Because like at this point, like every game matters. Mm-hmm. Like the hard knocks before and after the Patriots games, and the one that's gonna come up after the Cardinals. Like it's just like it's just a really cool insight. But for me, it's cooler than what you get with the like preseason because they always pick bad teams, like. And there's no games like don't get, and then you have to watch people get cut like it's just not as interesting in my opinion. Yeah, uh, but this one's good. I think you should watch it if you have HBO. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, but uh, okay, so that that went a little longer than I thought, but I think uh, it was a good conversation. So that's my pit stop. Uh, what is yours? Uh, so my pit stop is our record for uh, compared to each other for the Big Ten in these bowl games, and we're both thinking they're going to go the uh, Big Ten's going to go six and four. We have different people winning, but we both think the Big Ten is going to go six and four. Yikes! Mm-hmm. That that is not great. And I saw that coming. Uh, I, <laughs> I counted when I, I counted yours. I was like, I, I, yeah, I think I have the same. We just we like switched a few games. Okay, well, six and four is not uh, not great for the the Big Ten, but the SEC has started out with a couple of straight losses. So, but it's not going to matter because one of their teams is going to win the national championship. So maybe one of these teams surprises us, and the Big Ten overall has a slightly better record. But I mean, hey, whatever. It's still been a great season for the Big Ten. It, it has, it has. Bit of bit, bit of ups and downs, a bit of confusing, but that's why I think it's been great because it's been a little confusing. Yep. And I I hope we can get a season half as good next year. Yeah. Because I just, I just don't know. I think there's a lot of things that went into this, and we'll spend a lot of the offseason talking about it. Uh, but, man, I'm I'm sad football's about to be over. <laughs> Same. I, I really am. Same. I am, too. I really am. Okay. Did you – did you, <laughs> uh, you, you have anything else you wanted to add to your pit stop? No, that was just it. I just thought it was funny. Like, when we finished up, I was like, I wonder where we think the Big Ten's going to go. And I was like, we think the same, just in different games. Yep. Yeah. Six and four. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you always for Ooh, I have my petition to go seven and, seven and four, though. How? Because oh, if I think if Michigan yeah. goes to the championship game, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, well, we will be paying attention, obviously, to how the season ends with the Big Ten, and hopefully they have a better record than what we think is going to happen, even if that means we have to take some L's in our picks. Um, but as always, thank you for traveling I-70 with us. If you enjoyed the episode, leave a five-star review. Make sure to mention uh, Dante and I. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JordanW330. Um, Dante, where can they find you? 
Dante 10216. Dante 10216. Ah, I fixed it. I fixed it. I fixed it right before we say that note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks again, and we'll catch you all next week. Uh, happy holidays. See y'all.